Chicago Cubs trade deadline outlook. Once again, this team is a seller. This is Ryan Finkelstein, managing editor at Just Baseball, joined by Clay Snowden, who wrote our outlook on this Cubs team. And man, they got a lot to sell here. Right now, as a Mets guy, you see the banner behind me. Uh, I've been talking Contreras and David Robertson as a package that I wanted the Mets to get since two months ago. Um, I think that that has a, a pretty realistic chance of happening here. Uh, I like that as a package to any contender, though. Every contender is looking for a reliever. Robertson is a rental reliever. If you package him with Contreras, another rental, I think you can get more value. You can get maybe either one really good prospect or a couple prospects that are solid. Um, so, so to me, that's kind of the main piece I'm looking at here that the Cubs are going to move. And I think the other stuff, they might not get quite as much value, but they should sell whatever they can. Yeah, it's a team that added in the offseason and it's gone horribly wrong. However, their farm system's really performing well this season and kind of on the uprise. So anything that they can do to just add to that is going to be significant. And I think Contreras will be their top target in terms of just what they can bring back. But another bat is Ian Happ, a switch hitter, can play the corner, mostly DH. He's played second. I hope no one plays him there or has that idea. In a pinch, he can play center. He's done that a little bit this year. A really good bat, and that switch hitting aspect makes him interesting because he doesn't really have the hole in the lineup against lefties or righties. I see a team like the Yankees who who could use a player like that. Toronto, I mean, the the list really goes on. Even the Giants. Yeah, to me, I'm actually still shocked that he was an all-star. His numbers are good. I don't know if they're all-star worthy, but – I do think that that's always something that kind of helps those pieces get moved. The fact that they, they have that attached to them for this year. Uh, you know, every owner likes to sell. They traded for an all-star at the deadline. So I think you look at Happ and Contreras, and I imagine that they have to sell these guys. Just like last deadline, there, there was no sentimentality when it came to sending out Javi Baez and Rizzo and Bryant. I don't imagine it now. You saw Contreras crying in the locker room, uh, obviously knowing the end is near for him in Chicago. So, I'd be pretty stunned if those guys don't move. As we kind of look at some of the other pieces, Patrick Wisdom's one where I think your idea of selling him here, obviously there's more control, but it's, I mean, is Wisdom really the long-term answer at third base for this Cubs team? He is interesting because him, Schwindel, and Ortega all kind of broke out last year. All of them are 29, 30-year-old waiver claim type players. So to me, it's get off these guys as quick as quickly as you can, because by the time the Cubs are kind of good and a lot, a lot of these prospects have hit, what you're going to have is 32, 33-year-old guys all across your infield and guys who don't have a track record. I say sell high on them. Somebody will want Patrick Wisdom in his power bat. Um, he's going to hit a lot of home runs. He's going to strike out a lot. He's not going to provide too much de- defensive flexibility, a little bit but not a whole lot. Go ahead and move on from him. Um, You have other options that can fill in there. Same with Frank Schwindel. I just don't think he's been good enough to really sell on. And and another thing, and this is a thing to watch with the Cubs, making a trade is super hard. Like it takes a lot of time and communication. They may have eight pieces to trade. They may not be able to trade eight pieces. How often do you ever see that at a deadline? It's usually three or four trades for these teams that are tearing down. 
So I, I think Schwindel stays. Rafael Ortega is a guy who I think has more value than people realize. About a 110, 115 WRC plus type player. Can play all three outfield positions. Has control. Is 30 years old, like I, I mentioned with Wisdom. But he's a high-level fourth outfielder, in my opinion. And maybe I'm just higher on him than most. I don't think he's great. But if you're a contender and you can just give up a mid-tier or late back end of the rankings type prospect for Rafael Ortega, that's really good insurance. And again, you're talking about found money with all these guys. I mean, you just pick them up and if you can get anything for them, you do it. And I I think that's where you have to be when you're a team that's, you know, however many games under 500, you know, 20 plus games under 500. Uh, One thing I'll say is I was just at Wrigley that that fan base shows up no matter who's on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm sure that they don't love to, to hear someone say that and say, Hey, trade all the pieces. Cause you guys are still going to pay $65 to go to the game and spend $15 on beers. But I just watched it firsthand. If you're running this team and you're trying to get good again soon, you got to move all these pieces. And I think the, the relievers they have, I mean, we, I already mentioned Robertson a little bit. If they don't pack him with Contreras, he's still going to fetch you, um, you know, at least what a back end top 20 prospect. I mean, this is a guy that can close games in a pinch and can be, I mean, right up there with anyone as far as an eighth inning guy that can be acquired at this deadline. Yeah, I, I think that they're in a good position right now. They have some big money coming off of the books after next season. So it's a good opportunity to do one more, add to the to the prospect and boost the farm. In that 2024, which is the case with all of these NL teams, it seems like the Reds, Brewers, Pirates, is like 2024 is right around the corner, and that's kind of the target date. But the Cubs are kind of set up better than a lot of people realize, even with that flop of an offseason they just had. Yeah, they still got some pieces that, that you know, on the roster, you know, Morel's, you know, a huge season yeah. kind of coming out of nowhere has been a big boost to this team. Obviously, getting Seiya Suzuki as just an international free agent. At least it gives you something out there to build around. So I think they're in a good spot. The last person to talk about here is Michael Givens. Uh, I'm going to let anyone who's only listened to this one do a little scavenger hunt to find where I thought Michael Givens was on the Rockies. Go through. Uh, at some point, you'll hear me say it. Because who knows where this guy is? You're, my, the reason why I brought him up is because it's hilarious that every single deadline, as you wrote, this guy's going to be traded through the, throughout the rest of his career. Here he is once again. He, he's a, what is it? Every single year, like a three ERA flat, not yeah. going to strike out too many batters, just kind of a middle I- inning reliever. He's that fine. He's, he's good. He, he's it's, it's, I don't know what to describe mess. It's like, he's not going to change your fortunes, but he'll pitch decent innings for you. Yeah. He's going to get in there and he's a reliable vet. Who's almost always healthy too. And he's not going to cost much. And I wrote in the article the past two times he's been traded what the returns were. And from the Rock or from Baltimore to the Rockies, it was like, you know, I got you, I got you right here. So from Baltimore traded Givens to the Rockies for uh, Taryn Vavra, yeah, um, who became their number thirteen prospect in twenty twenty, and Tyler Nevin, who became their number twenty three prospect. Um, Rockies also sent uh, minor leaguer Michelle or Michael Denson in that deal. Um, and then you have in 2021 givens to the reds for Noah Davis, who became the Rockies number 18 prospect and case Williams. Yeah. So what you're getting there and all of those players are kind of older prospects back end of the 
you know, probably not going to get a shot with their team, 23, 24 years old. Let's move them. That's what you're going to get back. Why not see if you have another player who can break out in Chicago? Got to make all these moves if you're the Cubs right now. Like you said, a lot of work to be done here, I guess, by Jed Hoyer and company as they're trying to continue to accelerate this rebuild as quickly as possible and try to get back to contention in the NL Central. Make sure you're tuning in for all of our trade deadline outlooks. we got 30 teams, 30 outlooks. Make sure you're following us on YouTube at State of the Division and our podcast feed to stay up to date on what every team is thinking heading into this year's deadline.